Hello and welcome to the last of our episodes for this season. I'm Ben Gilbert and I've been speaking to practitioners from around the world, bringing you insight into the international development sector. In this last episode, we finish with an article read by Haley Still. From COVID to Climate by Haley Still. 2020 was supposed to mark the beginning of a decade of action on climate change, but it was another global threat that stole the headlines. Will 2021 see climate reclaim its position from COVID as the primary global talking point? Five years after a landmark agreement was made in Paris, the 2020 United Nations Climate Change Conference of the Parties, or COP, was due to be held in Glasgow. The Paris Agreement, made at the 2015 COP and legalised the following year, saw 196 countries commit to limiting global warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius, compared to pre-industrial levels. Whilst 2020 saw a widespread shift in focus to addressing the COVID pandemic, the climate crisis continued to rage on, and it was a record-breaking year for climate catastrophes. The year began with bushfires in Australia, which ultimately claimed the lives of 33 people, plus billions of mammals, birds and reptiles, and created a 1,000-kilometre-wide smoke cloud which reached Antarctica. The remainder of 2020 saw a supercyclone hit the Bay of Bengal, flooding in Bangladesh, Indonesia, Kenya and Uganda, record levels of rainfall in southern China and Pakistan, drought in Yunnan, China, and a record-breaking hurricane season in the Atlantic. These examples represent a small proportion of the extreme weather events that have claimed lives, decimated habitats and impacted livelihoods in 2020 alone. One thing I have personally seen throughout the Covid pandemic is the search for hope in the midst of trial and devastation. Hope has been a beacon on which to focus when all around seems bleak. I have also seen numerous social media posts which seek to highlight the positives that have emerged a refocus on strengthening personal relationships, technological innovation to help keep people connected, and generally improved hygiene practices. Another such positive is the impact that lockdown, with its related reduction of air travel and road traffic, has had on global carbon emissions, a record 7% drop during 2020. Lockdown was almost an experiment in seeing if the reduction of carbon-hungry human activities could make a tangible difference? The answer being, yes, it does. The rhetoric around climate action has long been clear that we can make a difference if we act now. And each year, the now becomes ever more important. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has declared 2021 as the year to reconcile humanity with nature. We know that whilst personal lifestyle choices, vegetarianism, limiting air travel, etc., are important. It is government and industries that can make the biggest difference. As Guterres says, with smart policies and the right investments, we can chart a path that brings health to all, revives economies, builds resilience and rescues biodiversity. More than 900 city and regional governments and 1,500 companies have made net zero commitments in the past year. 
Net zero means balancing any greenhouse gas emissions by absorbing an equivalent amount from the atmosphere. Though some are still to follow up their pledges with plans, this is progress. There is hope for the global fight against climate change as two major economies set out bold plans to address the problem. In one of his first acts as US President, Joe Biden rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. This, along with dozens of directives on climate action, highlights the country's renewed commitment to the fight following four years of scepticism and environmental rollbacks. Furthermore, China, the country which emits the most carbon, has set 2060 as its target to achieve net zero status. In so doing, it joins 110 other countries who have made pledges, with most setting a deadline of 2050. Just as the problem is extreme, so too must be the response. The pledges have come too slowly, and so the response required has become more radical. These targets are achievable, but the work needs to begin now. Making a pledge is worthless unless policies and practices are also established and adhered to. Fortunately, the tide is shifting away from dangerous, long-held practices such as the extensive use of fossil fuels. One reason so many countries feel comfortable making net-zero pledges is that the cost of renewable energy is at an all-time low. When it comes to building new power stations, renewable energy is now often cheaper than a fossil fuel alternative. As more countries embrace and invest in renewable energy, scale of production will see the cost fall further and this will inevitably also impact the business world. With an end to the COVID pandemic in sight, there is reasonable hope that 2021 could be a turning point for tackling the climate crisis and the United Kingdom has a front row seat. During 2021, the UK holds the presidency of both the G7 summit and COP26. This will see world leaders descend upon the country twice for discussions and policy agreements aimed at global recovery from coronavirus in a way which also addresses the climate crisis. Indeed, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has set out his goal for the June summit to build back better from the coronavirus pandemic and create a fairer, greener and more prosperous future. Furthermore, with tackling climate change and preserving the planet's biodiversity, one of the G7 summit's stated policy priorities, this event could be a catalyst for further action at COP26, due to be held in Glasgow five months later. Increased public interest in seeing the UK as a global leader on climate action will hopefully be an incentive to not squander these timely opportunities. Cristiana Figueres, who oversaw the Paris Agreement, says, Faced with today's facts, we can be indifferent, do nothing and hope the problem goes away. We can despair and plunge into paralysis. Or we can become stubborn optimists with fierce conviction that no matter how difficult, we must and we can rise to the challenge. 2021 can be a turning point. It can be a year in which we begin a global recovery, not only from the COVID pandemic, but also from the most destructive era of the climate crisis. However, it is crucial that the recovery is just, that not only the whole of humanity, but also the whole of creation is considered as we move forward. And that brings us to the end of this series. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for more episodes in the future.